Hey everyone, it's Kai and Lafayette, and this is The, the Theory, Theory of Living. Living. Thanks for tuning in. We are able to bring you this episode thanks to our Patreon members. Patreon is a subscription-based platform where people can provide support for content creators like us. Thanks to our Patreon members and supporters, we are able to provide free content on the podcast and weekly episodes. By being a Patreon member, you'll have access to our entire podcast library, full video and audio episodes, along with much more. If you like this episode and you feel it adds value to your life, or you hate it, please subscribe on Patreon and or leave your review on Apple Podcast. And don't forget to mention it to your friends over your next beer. Truly, thank you again, and we hope you enjoyed today's episode. We're back again. I'd like to give a shout out to our listeners out there, mm-hmm. all three of you. Very, very appreciative. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, maybe, uh, maybe we should talk about it, right? I mean, jokingly and seriously. That we have currently how many uh, Patreon members? Two. <laughs> yes, we have two Patreon members, guys. Today, as of uh, February tenth. Yeah, on a Monday. Monday, twenty twenty-two. Yeah, I like to look back, maybe year after, and see how I feel about this. You know, we started with two members, and you know, who knows how many members we're gonna have after a year. I'm hoping it's going to be at least double that number. Yeah. yeah. Maybe even triple. <clears throat> triple, maybe what more. What if we have six people? Yeah. I mean, we honestly, we're we're not doing this for money. Uh, we've, we've said this before, maybe not explicitly, but we don't do this for money. Um, you know, really this, this podcasting aligns with our uh, personal passion, mm-hmm. which is to explore ideas and, you know, love of philosophy and other subjects in life. But we do need bare minimum, you know, bare minimum to sustain this lifestyle uh, because we quit our jobs, guys. <laughs> <laughs> Nobody asked us to, but we wanted to have that complete autonomy that we appreciate a lot and value highly. Um, but anyway, I just wanted to say that, you know. It's a good segue because yeah. what we're talking about today is self-esteem. And mm-hmm. it could be very easy Yes. When things in your ideals and your values don't line up with reality, to have That's a great, great point. Low self esteem. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So even though, despite the <clears throat> current lack lack of financial success yeah. in regards to this mm-hmm. or subscribers, yeah, we still have high self esteem. Yeah. Maybe you want to move a little bit because like you're slightly off the center. Slightly off center. Yeah. Same. You're he just wants me to touch him. I guess. But, yeah. <laughs> So, yeah, but very good point. I love that. I love that start. It's um, important to be able to dissect why you do anything, right? right? So, if we're going to define self-esteem, I think it's easy mm-hmm. to define it as the way we view ourselves in relation to the world. Mm-hmm. So, how we view ourselves positively or negatively. Mm-hmm. And again, your self-esteem is multifaceted. Yeah. So you can have self-esteem issues. Maybe it's in regard yeah. to your physique, your appearance, your intellect. Numerous, unlimited amounts of way right. that you can have self-esteem. Yeah. And the reason that we wanted to talk about this one particularly mm-hmm. is because we've found on average that most people self- suffer from mm-hmm. low self-esteem where they don't need to. Right, And it's always very easy from the outside, mm-hmm. especially when you're close with somebody, 
to be able to see that this person's purely being held back mm-hmm. because they view themselves in a way that's not beneficial right. or useful for them. Yeah. Um, and we just typically call that low self-esteem right there's nothing inherently wrong with it but again you're probably missing out on some joys in life Mm -hmm. and realizing your capability and your potential and this might be just come from having the wrong values or realizing that you only have so much energy in the day Mm -hmm. and maybe you're putting energy into the wrong areas yeah and so you're expecting too much of yourself of what you're capable Mm -hmm. of or Maybe you're not expecting enough. Maybe you're not living up to an expectation because you've right. never set one or your bar is too low. True. There are, there are many uh, aspects or ways to ways for one to think that they have low self-esteem, right, or high self-esteem. There are so many factors, honestly. Uh, I, I, I wish to touch on everything that we can today, but um, there are so many factors, right? Yeah. I mean, it could be... Like you said, it could be just because you have wrong values or wrong expectations. You know, I mean, obviously everybody's, you know, um, to a degree subject to how they view or uh, their view on um, their self-esteem uh, is not exactly a true representative of who they are, right? Mm-hmm. So that's why we see sometimes. You know, people with money, I mean, because we typically associate self-esteem with uh, physical appearance a lot of times, right? Or other, um, you know, factors that make someone uh, successful or not in the Mm -hmm. society. So that's why we see that, like, a good-looking person with low self-esteem, right? We've seen seen that a lot of times. Even with people with money, a lot of money, have low Mm self-esteem, right? So... It is not absolute values or a set of absolute values that you know uh, determine self-esteem. Rather, it is entirely based on uh, like a one's perspective of themselves, yeah. right? And then once you've set the value, how far away you are from the ideal. Yeah. Typically, this is where self-esteem is created. You are set an idea, yeah. or most cases, everybody is subject to the idea bestowed upon them Mm -hmm. about what it is to be a good person in any Mm -hmm. regard or to look good to feel good to sing well do all these things right we have a standard and we usually attribute that Mm -hmm. in a positive way with the word good well etc however you want to name it and then we compare ourselves indirectly with these ideals and usually the gap between where we are mm-hmm. and where the ideal lies is then essentially where the self-esteem is developed. Either you see yourself as mm-hmm. so far away, can never achieve it, mm-hmm. and it seems hopeless, and then the derivative of that is a negative opinion of oneself, a bad mm-hmm. self-esteem. Mm-hmm. Or on the flip side, you could see how far away you are from the ideal, mm-hmm. and it could be inspiring, motivating. Mm-hmm. And in return, you can have a positive self-esteem. Yeah. But again, I also think self-esteem, like we were talking about earlier, it's not this binary thing where you arrive to a positive self-esteem. Mm-hmm. I really think it's a representation of small things building towards an absolute goal or an mm-hmm. ultimate goal. Yes. But self-esteem is granted on that journey. Right. You mentioned a quote earlier today from Aristotle. Mm-hmm. Uh, 
to summarize and maybe misparaphrase here a bit is that we are what we repeatedly do. Mm-hmm. Therefore, excellence is not a virtue, but rather a habit. Right. Something along the line. I yeah. mean, you could have just nailed it there, but something along the line. Yeah. Right. So when we're talking about self-esteem mm-hmm. specifically, that's like a perfect representation yes. of excellence mm-hmm. in the in regard to this. You could have right. changed the word excellence with a positive self-esteem. Yeah. Right? It's something that you strive for continually. Yeah. This is what builds your self-esteem. Yes. And sometimes, like we mentioned before, hey, maybe the goal is just too crazy. Maybe mm-hmm. it's impossible to have a positive self-esteem mm-hmm. yeah. because your ideal is unrealistic. Yeah. It's far-fetched. If I were to tell myself and request it of myself that I have to be the best singer mm-hmm. in the world, you know, otherwise I suck. I'm a failure. Yeah. I'm not worthy of love. I'm not worthy all these negative things, mm-hmm. I would never even start upon the path of mm-hmm. improving my singing ability because the gap is just too wide. The mm-hmm. chasm is too big. Yet, I still, like, desire it. Yeah. You know? So I have an unrealistic expectation for myself. Mm-hmm. And you know, my singing's not great. It's something, though, I love and strive for to improve upon. Mm-hmm. But I set the bar differently. Yeah. So I can order and improve yeah. by magnitudes rather or, than leaping evil knieveling this yeah. crazy chasm yeah i can make goals yeah and my self-esteem can improve as i hit mm-hmm. and achieve these goals yeah so it actually enables me to even start mm-hmm. by having the right ideal and value right. system from the get-go right so before you can even look at your self-esteem mm-hmm. you have to be able to understand well what am i comparing myself to mm-hmm. you know why, why do i think that's a good thing or a valuable thing why do I want to achieve that? Right. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And also, like, I don't think outcome is, I think we've talked about this earlier, outcome is doesn't necessarily, uh, you know, represent your true value, right? As long as you strive for um, certain goal, certain purpose, mm-hmm. I mean, right there automatically sets you apart from, the rest of them right oh yeah because you're taking action right you're 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 making continuous effort to uh, be better yeah right or try to you know realize dreams and purposes and goals you have right Mm -hmm. that already makes you a better person therefore you should think of yourself highly right yeah yeah so i think you know i mean this this is a little bit related to the common saying of you know journey is more important than goals outcomes you know i mean there are some truths to it right we know that because the journey itself is so valuable through which you can gain a lot of things even if you you know don't uh, obtain the the final goal Mm. right and then self-esteem is in that context very similar in that you may not ever reach your ideals you know Mm -hmm. um and that doesn't necessarily mean that you're doing it wrong i mean you, you said all your unrealistic expectations right i mean i think that is more for your mental health right in a way that who wants to struggle every single day for 365 (laughs) days for 10 years right Mm -hmm. that's something that can happen if you have really crazy unrealistic um goal we'd call that delusion right um to a degree it could be, right? But I think, I guess what I'm saying, trying to say is that just because your goal is unrealistic or appears to be very hard to obtain doesn't mean that your goal is wrong, you know? Oh, um, no, yeah. I mean, I think it is 
it is more important uh, to have goals and stages just because that's more efficient and sustainable. But that doesn't necessarily mean that your goals are bad, you know, just because it's not realistic. You know Correct. What I mean? Striving for an ideal. Yeah, yeah. There's nothing wrong with that. Right. The realization is that ideals are actually just tools. These awesome. concepts are just tools we can use. And if we don't use them properly, they don't mm -hmm. become tools. They can become weapons that hurt yes. us. Mm -hmm. And purely just by the frame of mind we have mm -hmm. surrounding these things yeah. is whether they damage us or they add benefit to our life. Mm -hmm. If we can actually realize potential, mm -hmm. realize desire, yeah. and truly what we want, then we can make the effort to go on the journey, to mm. embark upon the road. Yeah. And that's the great thing about setting a goal and the power of the journey, like you mentioned before, is because whatever goal you set, it's not mm. guaranteed to you. Yeah, Like you will get, you, you're very fortunate if you accomplish a goal mm -hmm. in a lot of ways, depending how lofty or outlandish the goal is. Mm -hmm. Of course, that's gonna vary if you can actually accomplish it. Yeah, But just by the process of setting a goal, you actually create the journey. Yeah. And that can't be taken from you. Nobody can steal that from you. Nobody can right. steal the journey from you. And that's the power in setting goals and values and ideals. Yes. And that is because that's setting goals and, you know, um, trying to achieve them is, um, you know, manifestation of your freedom, mm -hmm. right? And, that, you know, that's why you're already in a better position than you know anybody else who is not taking those actions right mm. because you can think of how many times or how many people do we see that they talk about goals you know they talk about ideals but never taking action right unfortunately more than less i think right so you know the fact that you're already doing that taking those steps already make you you know very liberated person that you have that freedom to make choices for yourself mm -hmm. you know what i mean so <laughs> just by virtue of having something you, a desire essentially yes. yeah you know how how few people even have that much so in that in that regard having a goal is important mm -hmm. but understanding why you even have the desire to create a goal mm -hmm. so if you have a goal and even maybe you're not doing it right now maybe you're yeah. very aware of what your goal is and you understand oh, i'm just i'm lazy i'm apathetic i'm indifferent mm -hmm. you know i just can't surmount to overcome these obstacles to yeah. accomplish my goal yeah. at that point in time once you realize that mm -hmm. maybe it's time to reevaluate you know be really honest with yourself yeah. write down what you've done this is similar to our goal setting pot mm -hmm. um, episode back in the new years write these things down see where your shortcomings are mm -hmm. where your success is mm -hmm. and then restructure right what you're doing to attain yeah. that goal mm -hmm. or get on that journey yeah and this is tied directly to self-esteem because I think I think a lot of people would agree with me here that mm -hmm. we're almost in a default setting mm -hmm. to have poor self-esteem unless yeah. we're active yeah. and taking action to improve our life in yeah. a meaningful way for us yeah. personally. My yeah. meaningfulness is different, vastly different yeah. than potentially anybody who's listening to this. Yeah. We share meaning in a lot of ways, which yeah. is why we've embarked upon this journey together. Yeah. But... Not a lot of people are fortunate in that regard. Mm -hmm. However, there's tons of things that are shared yeah. between people. Yeah. You know, you want to be a better climber. There's tens of thousands of people that are trying actively right now to become better climbers. Oh, yeah. You know, this is why it's also important to have a community. Mm -hmm. It can help develop your self-esteem yeah. because people can keep you honest, not only with yourself, 
but help guide you and steer you in the correct direction mm-hmm. so you don't necessarily yeah. have to waste your time. Right. But again, you have to take those opinions and those ideas mm-hmm. critically and be constructive. Yeah. And then, you know, um, I like to return to the first step of, you know, how we actually tackle this. Um, I think that's a really good general approach. But also where you can start is that um, if you really have a thought of, oh, I have really low self-esteem, I want to improve it, then I think a good starting point could be, you know, why you think that way, right? Mm -hmm. Why do you think you have low self-esteem, right? Some people attribute it to, oh, I'm so ugly, I'm fat, or, um, you know, whatever the reason, right? Yeah. So, you know, I think everybody probably can come up with, few things that why they think that uh, they have low self-esteem. And start yeah. start from there, right? And then that, that could be a very uh, specific way to tackle it. Yeah. Yeah. So what's something that you think that you've struggled with self-esteem-wise? Because oh, maybe this will make it a little more relatable. Yes. So before I go into that, I like to say that the you know most effective way or the only way to improve your self-esteem is to repeatedly... Uh, overcome obstacles. I think mm. that's the best way to really improve uh, self-esteem because by doing so, you learn a lot of positive uh, characteristics of yourself. Mm. Yeah. Simply by virtue of overcoming. Yes, because you need to you need to bring out all those things in you to overcome obstacles, hardships. Right. Mm. I'm talking about. You know, it doesn't have to be like the major hardships that. You know, you would have seen a movie or a story, right? Yeah. But set of all those hardships, right? In varying degrees of difficulties. Yeah. But only doing so is only possible if you bring in uh, certain positive characteristics, right? Mm-hmm. Otherwise, it's not possible, mm-hmm. right? So, what what positive characteristics would you be referring to in this? So, for example, you think you're out of shape. That makes you feel. You have low self-esteem, right? Mm. It's affecting your low self-esteem. What do you have to do? Well, you need to be persistent with your workout schedule. You need to be very, um, you know, uh, maintain your positive thinking about, because it's a long journey, right? Mm -hmm. A lot of people just, you know, weighing themselves every single day. That's a hard, hard journey. Like, it's hard to, you know, digest that, you don't see your improvement. That daily reminder that yes. you're failing. Yeah, exactly, right? Only purely because you're measuring at the wrong time. You're looking right. too too much, too often. Right, and then you, you cannot be lazy, right? you got to be uh, uh, industrious. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, those positive characteristics have to play uh, a role to, you know, collectively make you uh, stronger to, stronger enough to, op- uh, you know, overcome that obstacle or goal, reaching the goal. Right. Yeah, yeah. So I think that's probably one of the best ways to do it. And for me, I was um, when I was young, I was I'm still, you know, relatively short. And there was um, I didn't like it. I didn't like the fact mm-hmm. that I'm short, shorter than other guys and, you know, uh, all that. But uh, when I became 14, um, I didn't like the fact that I'm smaller, you know, kind of weaker than others. So. I try to work out. I started work out. I try to, um, you know, learn how to do some martial arts, and um, I I fought a lot because of the reason. Uh, I wanted to prove that I'm stronger than others. Yeah. <laughs> and then because I gangster was gangster over here. 
And I, I'm not suggesting anybody go out and fight anybody. Go kick some people's asses. That'll make you realize you're tough. I just did it because I was younger and stupid. Immature. Yeah, immature. But also, um, you know, because I was smaller, guys would pick Underestimate up a fight. Underestimate you? Yeah. Pick up a fight with me, right? And then every time I win. Mm. And that, and then I went to old boys school. Um, so that helped a lot, personally. Yeah. Because I had to fight a lot. Yeah. Like, I mean, my friend was big, but I was a better fighter. But he did, he never had to fight because he was big. <laughs> like, he was tall and, you know, wide and big, burly guy. Yeah. But he didn't have to prove anything, even though, you know, he had a lot more to prove. You yeah. Know, in reality. But anyway, uh, that, that helped me a lot in the military and, you know, actual fights in the ring. Um, yeah. So... That's definitely a difficult thing yeah. to overcome. I mean, I can, I definitely know a lot of guys that uh, suffer is not the right word, mm. but they feel they suffer because of their height, yeah, or yeah. because of their size or stature right. or anything in that regard. Something that we totally mm. have no control of, yeah. And I like we have no control over that, and I think mm. that would be beneficial for a lot of people to hear because mm. it does seem like maybe this is human nature, but. We have such a strong desire to change literally the unchangeable. Mm. Like, it yeah. can't be changed, and that mm. bothers us yeah. so bad that for whatever reason, rather than realizing, like, these yeah. are just variables that, I guess it wouldn't be a variable in that regard. These right. are, like, static things. Mm-hmm. We fight against that notion yeah. so it, hard and, and manifest in self-esteem, poor self-esteem yes. sometimes. And also, really important thing is that no one should define themselves in terms of things that they lack. Everybody mm. lacks something. Mm. That's unfair. That's just not, you know, logical at all. Everybody should define themselves, you know, in terms of positive characteristics of themselves, oh. you know. I think that's a a very good yeah. good point because I mean, by definition, we're going to lack infinitely more than we have. Yes. What we have is a known. Yeah. And I, I would argue you could explore that infinitely in mm-hmm. so many different ways conceptually. Yeah. But, yeah, to look at what we don't have forces you to look at everything. And that's just a dizzying equation. I think that's just exhausting by sheer numbers. Of course yes. you're never going to be able to be satisfied once you realize it's an unsolvable equation mm-hmm. that you bang your head against the wall with it yeah. repeatedly. It can never be solved. Yeah. And there's some frustration that comes from that. Mm-hmm. But we're so trapped in that cycle of belief that mm-hmm. I can solve it. Yeah. Or, you know, I can fix this. Maybe in the case of being short, it's like, oh, you know what? Maybe I'll get some platform shoes. Yeah. Maybe I'll get jack, you know, all these things to cover mm-hmm. this issue yeah. that ultimately will not solve it. Mm-hmm. Because if you don't come to terms with it yeah. yourself through your own experience, mm-hmm. You'll never have your self-esteem yeah. be improved, and that's a hard thing. Even what we're talking about mm-hmm. and communicating with you out there, you can hear all this, you can understand intellectually, mm-hmm. but if you don't believe it for yourself, it can never yeah. be true. And that's it's a very hard thing because none of us can mm-hmm. tell you or yeah. solve your problem for you, right. and it's not easy. There's no one-step method. There's no yeah. Wow, the light bulb came on and suddenly it's fixed. A lot of the times when mm-hmm. self-esteem issues are resolved, it can feel that way. Mm-hmm. It can feel almost instantaneous. Mm-hmm. But really, it's a product of so many variables mm-hmm. of being on a specific path yeah. to eventually get to the point where 
your self-esteem issues are resolved. And I don't mean permanently resolved. I mean resolved in a way where you can go through life Mm -hmm. without being stressed out and thinking about yourself in a negative light Mm -hmm. all day long. Yeah. And there's some people that can't, right? There's some people that have chemical imbalances. You know, they were born a poor card in their life. Yeah. And it's very difficult for them to improve. Mm -hmm. But I do think there's a real power to ideology and the things we're discussing that can actually help change that. And I'm not suggesting this is more powerful than medicine. Absolutely not. Mm -hmm. I think some things are a conjunction of manifesting in a physical reality and then an intellectual reality, Mm -hmm. right? So it's the experience and the the intelligence understanding of Mm -hmm. it. And when these two things come together with yeah. action yeah. and staying on the path, slowly but surely, I think you can erode away these self-esteem issues. Yeah, hundred percent. And it's it's not easy, guys. Like we've, mm-hmm. you know, you mentioned yours. I had self-esteem issues with regards to how I looked. Mm-hmm. I was like, ah, eh, you know, I'm not like the best-looking guy. Mm-hmm. I don't feel like I have any skills. Really, I'm not really mm-hmm. natural in anything. Yeah. But for me. Uh-huh. It didn't affect me in the way um, very negatively. Mm-hmm. It was, I see the gap. I want to change that. Yeah. I want to be somebody that's better than I am currently. Yeah. yeah. My biggest one when I was a child, dude, I had horrible allergies, sick all the time, could mm-hmm. barely be outside. Yeah. I hate it. I hate it how this thing held power over me. Yeah. And it this didn't manifest in like a negative self-esteem way. Mm-hmm. But but it totally could have. I could have totally yeah. been like, oh, I'm just a weak dude. I'm mm-hmm. sickly. I'm frail. It's just who I am. I'm not an outdoors person. But yeah. I said, no, F that. This doesn't control me. Mm-hmm. I'm going to do everything to expose myself mm-hmm. to get comfortable with the uncomfortable. Right. And now I spend so much free time outside. Like yeah. My entire life is That's great. completely opposite of what it was as a child mm-hmm. and went through in my childhood yeah. formative years. Right. But that only came from being able to, to see the gap of where I was and where I want to be and making realistic steps mm-hmm. to get there. Yeah. And of course there's some things like residual within the self-esteem that still pervade, right? You know, still feel inconfident in some regard to your looks. Of course, everybody has those bad days where they mm-hmm. wake up and they're just like, I don't like the way I look. <laughs> like, I'm not a good looking right. dude. Nobody would be attracted to me. <laughs> You know? Yeah. And that's why it's super important, though, especially mm-hmm. in those moments mm-hmm. when you have a friend you can trust. Yeah. You know, people that love you. Yeah. And actually care about your well-being mm-hmm. and your worth. And rather than them using that to trick you into, like, keeping your self-esteem low, they can say, yeah. no, nah, man, you, you look good, dude. Don't worry about it. Or they can be honest with you. Like, yeah, yeah man, you're kinda, your appearance is sloppy. Like, shave, clean up, man. Mm-hmm. Do something. Yeah. You know, to make yourself look better, you'll feel better. Yeah. But I think... That's one negative in the current, di- not dichotomy, sorry, the current culture we live in mm-hmm. is most of these people that see you have self-esteem issues, mm-hmm. they're trying to sell you something and they want you to remain mm-hmm. upset and have negative feelings about yeah. yourself. They're so ready mm-hmm. to be remain on that pedestal that they have it all figured out and they're going to say, look, man, you just do this workout program, buy these supplements, yeah. buy these clothes. Yeah. Dude, those problems will go away. Yeah, People I mean, are going to love you. You're going to be valuable. It's so disgusting in that, um, like, all those... We've been talking about many different topics so far, and then it is so... <sighs> unfortunate 
to realize that almost everything is tied into consumerism, right? I mean, we're just talking. We didn't even actually plan to talk about it. <laughs> I know. How do we get on this? <laughs> but self-esteem issue, right? There are a lot of people. I don't know. It's hard to put a number to it, but a lot of people, um, you know, have low self-esteem, right? And then there are some people out there who are trying to take advantage of it mm-hmm. rather than, you know, suggesting them some solutions, right? Yeah. And uh, they kind of disgust me. Yeah. You know? But yeah, it's out there. And, you know, you should be aware of it too, right? You should be aware that there are people who are willing to and desire to take advantage of your weak points, you know? Yeah. So. yeah. It's it's a sad reality, mm-hmm. which is why it's also so important yeah. to not get your worldview from what's depicted in the media. Yeah. It's just, it's a misrepresentation. It is a specific representation, yeah. but it's just one. It's yeah. one view of the world mm-hmm. that's not actually true of everybody else. Mm-hmm. And then, you know, that's why also, sorry to cut you, uh, but... It's important to understand that, like, buying things won't change your self-esteem at all, right? No. It, it's not going to solve the problem. Momentarily band-aid. You'll feel yeah. good for a second. Exactly. Exactly. But as long as the root of the problem remains, mm-hmm. doesn't matter what you're wearing, doesn't matter how jacked you yeah. are, doesn't matter how fly you look mm-hmm. or what other people think about you, mm-hmm. if you can't fill this truth within yourself internally, yeah, you're always going to have issues. Yeah. And again, I don't think you can be completely free of these issues. I think we're bound by um, physiology in this regard. Mm -hmm. But it can be improved upon. Mm -hmm. And rather than feeling the pain of self-esteem, the realization and the gap in a negative way, you can feel in a positive way of like, oh, snap, I can improve this if I want to. Or you can be like, oh, that's stupid. I can't believe I even hold that ideal. Shift your ideal. That can help your self-esteem issue. Yeah. And... It can be incredibly hard because yeah. our ideals and our standards, again, come from the culture and time period we live in. Sure. Yeah. So, um, so, and, and then also when we say that, can you, can I, can I actually get that coffee? Absolutely. Please? More coffee? Yeah. We're drinking coffee. Oh, let's pour this pour. It. Oh, it's going to be, I'll get closer to the mic. I want them to hear this. Oh, really? Guys, listen to this coffee yeah. pouring. I bet that's nice. Yeah, it's so good. Yeah. Thank you. Mm-hmm. Doing wonders on your self-esteem right now. ASMR. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. <laughs> so why do you think mm-hmm. in this day and age, in the U.S. at least, because that's all I can speak for, mm-hmm. that we seem to be having an epidemic of low self-esteem issues. It seems hard not to tie it to consumerism, but that's been discussed millions of times uh, probably. Yeah, I think really, I really hate to say this, but I have to. But <laughs> Oh no, here we go. Really the fundamental issue is uh, the, the, the problem we've been discussing on almost all episodes. Which I know what is, you're about to say. Which is a, a set of, or let me just say, uh, rephrase it, Lack of identity, lack of identity due to um, dominant set of imposed ideas. Mm. I think that's why. Yeah, I, I, I that's why that. consumerism is so prevalent in the society because people, a lot of people suffer from 
the lack of identity. Lack of when I say lack of identity, I mean lack of self values.、Mm-hmm. You know, the values that are only possible to be realized by、um, the journey that they create. Values we know to be self evident based on our experiences. That's what、yes. you're referring to, I think. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. I think that's the fundamental problem here. Yeah. <sighs> so essentially. With that belief, then I mean everybody is subject to this. Oh yeah, no matter、absolutely. where you're born. Yeah, no matter、like、what. Literally, every human being is subject to it. Yeah, yeah. like we've talked about this in、uh, a little more detail, but like nobody has had a luxury to create their own values as they grew up, right? When you when you grow up, you're under the influence of your parents or your you know legal guardians, whoever they are, and then the language that you start to learn that enables you enables you to、uh, express your ideas was just taught to you.、Mm. It's not that you created it, right?、Yeah. All those words. That's why. Okay, we talked about travel like language a little bit、uh, in the last episode.、Mm-hmm. The Charlemagne said that you know having a second language is to have another soul, right? Yeah, that is too. I mean, okay, anybody who is bilingual can understand what that means, really, because there are, especially when you have two different language systems that have different roots and you know、um, other origins.、Mm-hmm. You really like for one subject. Sometimes you can come up with two different ideas because just because you know. They don't have. They don't share anything in common, and you cannot sometimes translate one word to the other language at all because it doesn't exist,、mm. right? So your ideas just automatically become subject to the the limitation of the language, right? Right. Right. In that sense, coming back to our idea discussion, that whether or not you know the language we、uh, learned to a degree dictates us. Is logically true,、oh, yeah. right? So, again, self-esteem is just one small aspect of what we're talking about here.、Mm-hmm. But、uh, the entire journey, your life should be.、Uh, what am I saying? I'm not. I'm not trying to trying to be preachy here, but <laughs> <laughs> in that discussion, in that a、uh, context, I'm talking about. I'm not telling anybody to what to do, but in that context. A human being is basically, you know, struggled throughout their life to, you know, get rid of all those imposed values and at least to challenge them to really realize their own values, if possible. And、mm-hmm. that's a, another question, by the way, whether or not that's possible, right? But that ties into self-esteem is just tied into that problem and just one small aspect of it. Ah,、oh, it's、yeah. amazing. I mean, you're completely correct because.、Mm-hmm. With the language we have and the way we frame things, say I feel I feel something. I we have an experience. We go out. Say I approach a girl, or I just smile at a girl. Right. She doesn't smile back. You know, makes eye contact with me. Right. Chooses absolutely、so、not to smile. It, right. That happens. Yeah, all, yeah, the, all time. the time. You know, no, no problem. <laughs> 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 yeah. So I mean, most people smile back if you smile at them、right. genuinely. Yeah. But if they don't smile back. Your experience of that、mm-hmm. is going to be bound by the language, and it's going to try and explain. And we do this with having realizing, you know,、mm-hmm. this is subconsciously happening. It's not a conscious feeling.、Mm-hmm. And then we tie that 
that action and that experience mm-hmm. to a feeling. And we can only define that feeling around the language in that culture and time period. Mm-hmm. So I can take that as rejection, right? Mm-hmm. I, you could totally take it as rejection. Most people would. Or alternatively, if you have a more robust vocabulary and experience mm-hmm. of the world, you could be thinking, huh, I wonder what's on her mind. I wonder if she's mm-hmm. going through something. It could be a million different things, but I don't have to tie that mm-hmm. no longer to purely just rejection. I can tie yeah. it to many multiple things that may serve me better. Yeah, you know, even even again, this is maybe not the best example, but maybe I could be like, okay, you know, maybe she's having a bad day. Maybe I just go over and say, oh, hey, hi, you know, yeah, be polite, and then go and maybe she'll open up. Oh, hey, you know. Mm-hmm. And then you can make your comment of like, oh, I just, you know, I thought you looked down or something. Again, may not be the case. Right. You have to use your judgment as best as you can. Mm-hmm. But you're now afforded an infinite amount of possibilities. Yeah. Probably not infinite, but a lot more possibilities yeah. than previously. Yeah. Which would have just been, oh, I'm unattractive. Right. Girls don't like me. Or whatever. You know, yeah. the framework of your mind is so dictated mm-hmm. by the language mm-hmm. in our experiences, which again, why it's so valuable to get experience because then you can pull from mm-hmm. so many different things. You're not bound purely by your perception that was forced upon you mm-hmm. or that the media has given you. You can create and then choose, pick and choose. And of course, in regard to somebody else, mm-hmm. there's going to be a truth based on what their experience is, mm-hmm. right? If you exchange words, we can arrive at a common place yeah. in our understanding. Yeah. And that's what we would define in that situation right. of conversation yeah. as the truth of the matter. Yeah, exactly. I, I, th- I think that's a great point that we're bound by the language. But through experience, we can we correct those meanings of language and make it, rather than the language... Um, use us we can use the language we can use the yes. language and then that is only possible I think through experiences through experiences yeah because that is undeniable yeah you know the ex- the, the values you get from experiences are uh, 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 undeniable yeah you know what the coolest thing to yeah. me about that is yeah. in that regard let's say the same situation say I walk over to the girl mm-hmm. you know how's your day going I can be very polite very nice and she might realize in that moment, wow, my reality about uh, dudes or, you know, whatever the situation is can be altered and changed. Yeah. Because now she's experiencing something she may have not experienced before. Mm-hmm. Somebody's coming up and being friendly, though I was, you know, whatever the reason is. Maybe she was cold, mm-hmm. un, you know, preoccupied, just didn't realize the signal she was getting off. Mm-hmm. And I can essentially establish a new reality yeah. about the way people can be yeah. purely by just being different. Yeah. By stepping outside the cultural norm. And I've had this happen mm-hmm. a lot of times. We've talked about this. You know, I we go on a lot of dates, have a great time. And a lot of times I will have people tell me that they think, I, you know, I'm a really great guy. Mm-hmm. All these, like, huge, amazing things. To me, though, I'm just doing, like, the bare minimum yeah. in the regard to I'm being what I think any decent human mm-hmm. being should be. And because people on average don't behave that way mm-hmm. they're they're surprised they're shocked yeah. they didn't think like good people like you could exist really yeah you know so you can help change and set the standard of dude everybody should be treating you this way mm-hmm. like 
people shouldn't be rude to you. People shouldn't yeah. be mean to you. And if they are, again, for the most part, you don't yeah. have to entertain them in your life. Mm-hmm. But you empower them by being different than the status quo. Mm-hmm. You know, like what we're doing right now, maybe somebody's watching this and is thinking, wow, those guys are doing it. They're not even making money. Yeah. But they're doing it. I can do that? Wait, what? I can do that? Yeah. And in that way, your expression of will and mm-hmm. your will to power yeah. enables others to realize they yeah. can be free yeah. and have a different truth. Yeah. And that, to me, alone is worth going and embarking upon this path. Yeah. Yeah. 100%. And I think we um, we talked about this uh, earlier, but maybe trying to just put this in a different way that, you know, like you just said, will, right? Um, that manifestation of your own will is one of the strongest things that, you know, human can do, right? And then you repeatedly do that, like you will automatically improve your self-esteem. Yeah. 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 Honestly, I feel like self-esteem is just, we've sliced the concept. Mm-hmm. Um, feelings and the way we perceive certain aspects of reality, yeah. and we've just defined it as self-esteem. Yeah. But it is amazing how... When you're on a path, mm-hmm. everything seems to kind of fall into place. Yeah. All of these other facets of reality seem to line up. Yeah. You know, you, you have less struggles overall mm-hmm. just because you know the direction you're heading. Yeah. You're not bombarded by these other ideas mm-hmm. or things that other people will deal with. And again, not to say those things don't exist. Yeah. Of course they do. Yeah. Of course they do. But <clears> they're <throat> just a slice of somebody's reality and perception. Yeah. I think... In the end, your journey in life is to become a a complete person, right? I mean, isn't that the journey that we're on? We're trying to be a com- more complete person and, you know, manifest our will throughout yeah. the life. And then maybe even leave the, the trace of your will behind yeah. you, right? I mean, that's what we're trying to do. And maybe you're right. I mean, we shouldn't really... You know, limit these terms, all the, you know, uh, discussion and meanings to this two-word self-esteem, right? Just try to be a better person and complete person every day, you know? Just try to be a badass. Yeah. Go out there. Oh, you know what? I want to learn this. I want to, uh, it takes probably a year or so, but I'm going to learn this. I want to be good at this, you yeah. know? I'm going to take care of my body and health. I'm going to take care of my intellectual, you know, curiosity. You know, I'm going to expand my ideas, you know? Just do those things you just become a badass yeah you know just to forget about the worst self-esteem just become a better person you know try to you know manifest your will yeah a lot of times poor self-esteem is purely Mm -hmm. just because we're fixated on the wrong thing yeah you know we're looking at a lack like you mentioned we're looking at the lack thereof rather than what we have Mm -hmm. guess what i mean if you can even realize you have a lack thereof Mm -hmm. you are infinitely capable yeah purely you have the power of perception you just need to affix your gaze on something more valuable, mm-hmm. more beautiful in that regard. Oh, wow, I realize I lack. Yeah. And I don't have things. Okay, well, what do I have? I have the ability to think for myself. Mm-hmm. I have the ability to be critical. Mm-hmm. Shoot, I have the ability to go read. Yeah. Read about people that have done this. Yeah. Listen to people that have self-esteem issues. Mm-hmm. Understand that, yeah, people that have suffered the way I have have gotten through it. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I'm not alone. Because I think yeah. a lot of this self-esteem in- issues stem from a place of a belief that you're actually alone. Mm-hmm. Like you're the only one who's been on this path and this journey. Yeah. And yeah, 
you're the only person with the experiences you have that's been on that path. Mm-hmm. But there's aspects of that path that people through time have been on, have spent their life to communicate and try to help other people. Mm-hmm. And you have availability and access to that. Yeah. And even if you don't, you say you don't have the internet, say you don't have books, you can still wrestle with the concepts in your head. Mm-hmm. You know, you can play devil's advocate. Yeah. Because you're aware of how binary things can be, you know, you can understand the opposite of something. So start doing maybe the opposite of what you've been doing, the way you view yourself, the way you think of things. Mm -hmm. Maybe that's one step along the road to achieving more self-esteem. But I do think eventually if you're just on the path and you have goals Mm -hmm. and you find the will, your self-esteem will naturally improve with it Mm -hmm. as you traverse that path. And also uh, I'd like to point out that when we say that, you know, don't focus on or define your, don't define yourself uh, in terms of things that you lack, we're not saying that just focus on positive aspects that you have. That's like, you know, we talked about this before. That's like an isolated water, right? Yeah, yeah. It's going to decay. We're not saying that just settle with those positive characteristics, right? Then you can be delusional, right? Yeah, yeah for sure. That's, that, that's a danger. We're not saying that, you know. Praise your positive uh, characteristics about yourself, but you know, improve you know daily, improve monthly, improve yeah. yearly, right? Become a better person. We're not saying that just settle with those positive things and just call it okay. I'm done, right? Yeah. No human being should be satisfied with that. Absolutely you not. Know? You're missing out on so much life if you yeah. are, mm-hmm. because the absence of change is essentially mm-hmm. death. Yes. So again, and when we say be a better person, we're not. We're not ascribing any values to that. We're not Mm. saying you need to go feed the homeless. Like being better (laughs) is completely in regard to your value system, your judgment system, Mm -hmm. your ideology. Mm -hmm. You know, I would say there's some, uh, relatively speaking, absolute values. Mm -hmm. Health, for example. That one most people have. I think most people struggle with self-esteem in regards to health Mm -hmm. because they have a physique attached to the image of health. Mm Mm-hmm. But the reason health is important is because it allows us to persist, right? Mm-hmm. So we continue upon the journey longer. Yeah. So that's that's why it should be value, valuable. And that's relatively objective for the time period we live in. Like health is a valuable thing to have. Mm-hmm. And there's probably other things like that. But again, don't take our word for it. Seek it out yourself. Be yeah. real with yourself. Mm-hmm. You only have so much energy in the day. And no matter what... As a person, you have to realize you can never live up to all these ideals. Mm-hmm. You should never have an unlimited amount of ideals yeah. because you'll never, ever be able to achieve them. You know, So set one ideal first, work towards that, mm-hmm. and then you'll realize, oh, I have more time in my day. Yeah. You know, like, oh, if one of my ideals is be yeah. better health, I only have to like, you know, work out mm-hmm. for an hour or something yeah. and then diet. Okay, that's yeah. only like you know, a couple hours of my day. Yeah. Okay, cool. That ideal is taken care of. Right. Build that habit. What's my next ideal? Mm-hmm. Do I want to learn the guitar? Do I want to be somebody who's artistic, creative? Yeah. How do I express that? Search it out. Then you'll figure out, oh, yeah, I only need to spend maybe an hour or two. Mm-hmm. Or eventually you might arrive on like three or four things mm-hmm. that like define you and you want to become as good mm-hmm. as possible for you yeah. to meet your potential. Then you just keep ironing those out, knocking those out not worrying about the things that don't line up with your values. Mm -hmm. And then you start realizing that most people's problems that they have are Mm self-created. You know, they've just accepted that 
they should have an opinion and an ideology yeah. in regard to everything. Yeah. And dude, nobody can do that. Yeah. I hate to say it, but you can't have an opinion on everything that's valid. Yeah. It's just too complex. Life mm. is too multifaceted. Right. You will wear yourself thin and short. Yeah. So focus on what you can change. And more importantly, focus on what you want to change. Yeah. There will be other people for the things that don't move you, that yeah. you're not passionate about. Right. There will be people there at rallies. There will be people there feeding the homeless. Be somebody that leans into your passion and your desire. Yeah. And your self-esteem will join you in the journey. Yeah, that's a great way to put it. Yeah. Yeah. And um, in relation to that, uh, we're going to talk about, we're doing this actually for the first time, um, you know, uh, revealing what we're going to talk about next episode. I have no idea. <laughs> I do know. Yeah, so we will talk about death. I know it could be a very heavy subject, um, but that's what we're going to talk about in the next episode. Yeah. I think it's important. Yeah. We have uh, one of our Patreon members would like to hear more about Memento Mori. Yeah, too. <laughs> <laughs> and that's in regards but, to death. Uh, yeah, if you have any ideas uh, that you want to specifically, um, you know, want us to discuss mm -hmm. about death, uh, the concept about death or, you know, our experiences, you know, there could be anything. But please let us know yeah. if you are interested in any specific thing. And we've both yeah. experienced close deaths, even recently. So, <laughs> yes, we're very familiar oh, with good it. Point. Yeah, we can talk about it, I guess. Yeah, yeah. we're not coming from just a intellectual yes. grounds. We're talking mm -hmm. from a practical, experiential. Yeah, near-death experiences, right? Yeah, yeah. A, a little bit of everything. Yeah, literally just a near-death experience <laughs> the other night, maybe. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> but yeah, again, if you want to hear more about mm -hmm. even concepts we've already touched on, mm -hmm. we're more than happy to do part one, part two, part three, yeah, et cetera, absolutely. amount of the episodes. Currently, we're building out mm -hmm. the plan for the next three months. Mm -hmm. We have ideas and some episodes already in the works mm -hmm. but again we're doing this not only because we're interested in it mm -hmm. but we want to explore the ideas you're curious about absolutely because we want to learn too like mm -hmm. yeah i mean we i mean along this journey we we learn a lot right i mean we've yeah. been learning a lot right yeah so anyway uh i think that's it for today's episode i think so yeah good thanks for listening guys thank you guys bye bye that's this week's episode of the Theory of Living Podcast. Thanks for listening with us. We are Lafayette and Kai. Don't forget to join us next week for another episode. And if you'd like to help support us, we have a Patreon page where you can subscribe for exclusive content. Also, please share it with others who you think may find value in our discussion. Leave a rating, a review, and please subscribe to the podcast. Thank you again. See you next time.